I'm recording this on a Sunday night, right before it's Monday morning. It's about 2 a.m. and I just had the sudden urge to just come on here and speak with you guys for a bit because it always makes me feel like I'm updating you guys on what's been happening in my life and I just get to share what I'm going through or what I'm feeling and that always makes me feel good, I guess. <laughs> Because it's kind of a way for me to release and that's kind of the point where I started this podcast. Other than just telling you guys what I've been up to and what I'm doing, I'd love to hear from you guys as well. So before I proceed, you guys, please, 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 please feel free to hit me up on love and orgasms hashtag when you talk about the show or when you have questions for me or when you want to talk about anything and i'd love to follow the conversations from there especially on twitter nikotondro now but today i won't be having anything in particular that we're going to discuss it's just gonna be you know just me kind of getting you guys caught up with how my life has been and stuff like that and i have a guest on her name is violet njoki i met her online but I know her from a TV station where I was doing a beef stint for a bit and she hooked me up with a gig. And, you know, she approached me and also told me that she's a voiceover artist and she's been trying to do her thing. And I just wanted to, you know, put her on because she told me she wanted to narrate something from the blog and I could put it up here and, you know, just so you guys can see what she can do. And I love that for her. And I was like, yeah hit me up let's talk about it let's do it so finally i'm getting um around to doing that i'd i'd love for you guys to give me your feedback on what you think about her voice say nice things be nice say nice things to me as well that's what i love uh yeah so that's what we're gonna do today but before we get to uh where she gets to do a narration of one of the stories i've put up on the blog post the last blog post i wrote about Mm. broke boys don't deserve no pussy and essentially <laughs> the the first impression guys were getting from the post and i think the title was that i was trying to be mean or whatever until they get to read the article and understand what i was trying to explain i've just been thinking about this article for a while because i got a lot of mixed reactions and yeah guys were really coming for me online especially you know hating and saying mean things but it's not like (laughs) i don't really care but i was really really i found the responses very interesting especially because most people were responding not from a t i read your article and i saw what you were saying it was just i saw the article and i I think your writing is bullshit (laughs) so that gave me um yeah i got to see like now now i'm so me i'm so me sana lakini ningependa kuavuruta into the reading culture so that you guys are able to see more and nadra it's a bit easier to watch short clips online to listen to music to to listen to even a podcast than click on a link and read but eh, before i discuss that article or say or before i come up with a part two or a follow-up or just something to explain exactly what i meant and how i might have been misunderstood i'd love it if you guys went on 
to my blog page, my website, loveandorgasms.com. Please check it out. Read the article. I write about sex. I write about relationships. I talk about things that are happening in my life. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear what you guys want to say. You can use the hashtag, like I said, love and orgasms. And I'm pretty interested in hearing, you know, your feedback. I love it so far. I love the new support. A life update. I got a new job. <laughs> I got a new corporate job, which is an eight to five. And I go to work every day from eight but and I want to tell you guys a bit about how that's been going as in comparison to being my own boss and just being the CEO and running my own things for a while and then you know getting into employment I want to talk about that in a bit and also I've been talking to someone <laughs> you know the funny thing is okay right before I Right before I put this episode out, I was supposed to record an episode with a very good friend of mine. He's called Sam. I'll probably do that later in the week or early next week. I was supposed to record an episode with my friend Sam and it was majorly on celibacy. So I have been, if you follow me on online, you've, you, you know I've not been having sex for a minute <laughs> And I say this because I'm very vocal about my sex life. I talk about, you know, just what I'm going through, even sexually online, because I love to share uh, things that are relatable. I don't know. about So that maybe we can tell, maybe we can navigate through this life thing. Because I blueprint see what to navigate through. So I, that's why I love talking about such things and, you know, just getting people's opinions. And sometime last week I wrote on my Instagram, I was talking on my Instagram about how I have been celibate for a minute and it's not a, t- a decision I made. I didn't decide to stop having sex. It's just something that happened. I pita one week, ikafika one month, ikafika six months. And now I w- I'm like at my ninth 10th month it's almost a year and i was just i was i was feeling a bit frustrated about a lot of things and i just wanted to release and talk about them and just see if someone else can relate so i posted a question not really a question i was just ranting on my close friends about (laughs) about how you know this staying away from sex thing it's not even a decision i made but now i'm here into my 10th month very sexually frustrated i feel very lonely i miss being touched i miss being kissed i missed being fucked and taken to pound town but there's absolutely zero action in my life nothing else is happening there's nothing new so (laughs) i'm a chill too and so i was just really kwana feliz if it was and it's not that napata pressure suji from kona wase wanapata vitu sina. It's just that I think it's a normal feeling to feel like you're lonely when you are lonely. So I've just I was just trying to acknowledge, you know, to see is it just me or is it just is it something that's happening to everybody? I don't know. So um I shared my thoughts on celibacy and the funny thing is that 
okay, you guys, you know I've been on this journey for self-love and siji self-awareness. Kujijua, kujitambua, kujinauo, kujielewa. And I'd say I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job at it because my confidence levels have um, gone really, really up. And I know this because someone... <laughs> Someone called me ugly on Twitter last week. <laughs> and um, that's happened to me before. I've been, you know, insulted on Twitter before. And I'd say how I, how I reacted to it this time and how I've reacted to it before was very different. Maybe even last year or the years before, I'd have, first of all, get very anxious, get a panic attack. Ugly, and I'd start um, feeling ugly and I'd believe what these trolls always have to say on the internet. But this time I was just like, really? <laughs> really, nigga? Umeamka subui, ukuje kudanganya Twitter. Mimi, mimi ugly, mimi ugly. Robata na ugly in the same sentence. You're in a straight cap. <laughs> it's a fucking lie. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's in the small things. So I've been noticing my growth, and definitely my confidence is way up there. I'm very, very. My self-esteem is way much higher. I love myself. I trust my intuition. I'm very confident. Na feel poor. Na feel poor. And. I realize that the more I do this, the more my standards go up. The more I'm, I'm unable to settle for anything mediocre. It doesn't matter whether like it's physically or emotionally or financially. I, I just can't. I have tried. I have tried. I have tried. I, <laughs> I have tried so hard to... um. Compromise, loopholes, I just I'll be talking to someone and then they just do something stupid or they say something stupid and that's just it. It's just a red flag, something I'm not willing to compromise on and settle. And I can say I have become significantly happier. Well, lonelier but happier. I feel like I just live in this utopia of peace and love and happiness like even when things are going bad for me it's just it's bad but uh, i'm good i'm good i'm going to hack and i'm gonna just come out on top feeling and doing better so that has been amazing for me and i don't want to go too deep into the celibacy thing because it's going to be a whole episode where i just chambua and talk about the things sam was telling me but so that episode was supposed to come out before this one because in this episode i i i swear i i know it's just been two weeks but i swear i'm falling in love (laughs) but let's go back to talking about my new job I've been at this job for about four months. So do I start with the negatives or the... Po- Let me start with uh, just telling you guys a bit a bit about what I do and as what I used to do as opposed to what I'm doing now. So as you guys know, I'm the CEO of Love and Orgasms, which is a platform where we talk about basically sex education and we just talk about sex and I tell you guys... The stuff about sex, the good stuff, the bad stuff, consequences and everything. So this is a safe space where we are able to talk about 
sex and just the consequences of sex and everything around sex and primarily how I earned my living is from social media um, endorsements and you know marketing deals and stuff like that and that was going very well except when we got into this covid situation (laughs) i think i just took the whole year to just figure shit out to figure myself out and i'm starting to come out of it i'm starting to realize and understand what it is that i want and what it is to do better but part of my resolutions last year was to try something new try something out of the box and because i have never been in a situation well i have worked uh an eight to five job like a corporate job but this is not a tea with friends i'm a tea where the boss is my friend i'm a (laughs) i'm a like uh where i'm working like at tv or something like that this is something a bit different still in the lines of what i do but this is a bit different yeah it's a completely new environment i was i have been i was very excited about trying something new and just getting into it and you know that went well for the first two months and then by the third month i just started feeling like everything is monotonous it's getting repetitive it's getting redundant it's just the same shit over like i wake up i go to work it's lunchtime it's five it's time to go home i sit in traffic for three hours I I have to I get home I'm very very exhausted I'm very very tired I'm very <sighs> Okay sorry I was to start with the with the good 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 parts and <laughs> one of the things I'd say um positive about working an 8 to 5 job is that at the end of the month I know I have like secure income you know all I have to do is show up do my job and at the end of the month, I know, you know, if I need rent, I have rent. If I need to do to buy, buy what, if I need to save for what, if I need to yada, yada, yada. That's a good thing, especially if you have recurrent bills, things like, you know, water, electricity, nini, nini. It's a good way because with being a freelancer, so now being my own boss, rather, you know, it it could be six months before you get your your next payout. It could be three months. It could be two weeks. Sometimes it's in, it's a lot of money. Sometimes you get no money. So that's the one thing I love about being in employment: just the certainty of having something to look forward to at the end of the month. That's a very good thing that I was not used to because ili kwenafika months zingine inabidi ni decide kama kama i can do this for myself or i can but now at least with the salary i know you know i can do this i can pay for this i can and that's a good feeling and i've made friends around the workplace of course the person who does the most drugs in is my best friend because you know we have that in common but guys are really friendly guys are really nice and that's a very very good space to work in i'm enjoying um the environment i'm enjoying just basically how i'm treated and how i feel it's it's a good feel but now like i was about to say unfortunately i don't have as much good things to say when i compare to the bad because every day i fucking have to wake up very early i have to be in the office by eight i work nine hours a day i'm sober throughout these nine hours but that's just a personal choice (laughs)
because <laughs> I like to stay. I want to stay fresh and then look forward to coming home in the evening and smoking my blunt. But I don't know. I don't know. It's becoming a bit difficult because, you know, living in Nairobi with the crazy traffic and I live a bit far from the city center. And then, yeah, the pay is there, but it's not like. It's not even something you can save. Like I was trying to, you know, lucky me, I don't pay rent. And I was trying to see like if I had to pay rent, how I'd survive. And maybe I just have to look for like a, it's like that money with my kind of lifestyle. The pay is dismal. I don't know if that's how like Wasewana Lipo across Nairobi, but I was just saying, I don't know how I'd survive if I had to live off of my salary. Good thing I live with my mom and my dad and they pay for, you know, utilities and a lot of stuff. Aponikolaki or rather grateful because there's not many people who have that and not many people who have the option to just walk the fuck out of a job that doesn't pay them really well or a fallback plan like me with love and orgasm you know now i have different streams of income so that's a blessing manze so what i'm realizing this capitalism and eight to five job is making me is that since the pay is not as much as i would love it to be rather enough i'm consistently frustrated not even necessarily financially it's just that okay i have enough to pay for the stuff i need to pay for but there's barely anything to save if i pay for my hair and pay for my nails and eat lunch and pay for you know just basic stuff it's like kaput the money is gone there's nothing else i can do i can't save i can't even go out to a nice dinner you know and that's a bit crazy to me because then that means that I need to concentrate on love and orgasms a bit more than my job. But I have decided I'm going to stick it out just to see how far I can go. And I want to learn from this experience. And I just want to, I just want to stick it out just to see, you know, can I do this? How is, how, what do I get from it? I also don't want to quit prematurely after, you know, putting myself into this situation where i have to commit rather i want to commit so i'm just going to go with the flow just to see how it goes but definitely being your own boss is much harder much strenuous much more difficult but i think the reward is definitely worth it like atoki pata 10k as opposed to the salary it's just there's just a feeling it gives you but of course <laughs> and i'm not opposed to you guys hitting the support button or going on my on my only fans to subscribe i would really really appreciate i'm gonna just ask for my mpesa number if you're feeling generous say bobby hey, leo kula kalange kula kalange <laughs> With my whole self-love journey and everything that's just been going on in my life, I feel like I have been making real progress towards all my other goals. But passively. Let me see how I can explain that. Uh, with this 8 to 5 job, I barely have, have time to do anything. I can't even record a fucking TikTok because 
on saturday i just want to chill with my mom and on sunday i just want to rest from chilling with my mom so by the time it's monday i did nothing i am unable it's just crazy like i'm 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 becoming unable to keep up with a consistent work routine for myself for my company and that makes me feel a bit more frustrated but nime decide i'm not gonna try like to control anything however it goes it goes when i have time to record a podcast sour when i have time to write and edit a blog post sour when i have time to do nini 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 sour i'm just flowing just to see you know if i have the creativity going on or if i'm tired it's cool i'm still human being because how i I, when i was my own boss i was so used to okay i still am but you know what i mean i was used to keeping a routine so that it's able for me to stay consistent and wake up even on the days i don't want to wake up and this is where the difference comes in like when you're working for someone else and when you're working for yourself when it's for yourself you know like i have to do this I have to wake up. I have to get out of bed. But now I just think I'll do it when I can. This 8 to 5 job is making me be like, I'll do it when I can. Which makes me feel guilty. But then again, I'm like, let me just see where it goes. Let me just see where it goes. So how it is at this point is I'm going to stick it out till, you know, my contract lapses and I tell you guys about how I feel and whether I'm going to renew my contract and just how I feel about the whole situation and how it goes. Basically, that's where I'm at. I'm not actively working on my goals. And like I said, sometimes I feel a a bit guilty about it, but I think this is where I'm teaching myself to, to... stop trying to control everything and to just flow since this is a new chapter of my life that i have actively accepted and it's just for a while anyway it's just for me to see what the experience will be like so i'm pretty much excited about it Ooh, so yeah i was gonna talk about my sex life but then again like i said i i will have a whole episode talking about celibacy and just everything i've been going through and what's been happening if i'm talking to new people how my friendships are going and kukawia <laughs> anxiety and just my experiences and my standards and everything i'm gonna talk about all that in that episode so please 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 subscribe so that you're sure not to miss anything that i talk about and Oh, do I have anything else new happening in my life? Oh, I've I've become such a boring person, but I think this is my real true personality. I enjoy spending days in my house in the room. I'm not depressed, I'm not sad, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm just very very much more at peace with myself. Uh I just love being by myself and I've been doing really good. I think I've been doing better at saving my money and although sometimes I really do splash <laughs> um and I'm just generally at a good 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 place in my life I'm smiling a bit more I'm very much more relaxed I'm very happy I'm very everything is just going pretty well and yeah I I I, I think that's it as for the curfew period and just, you know, the COVID and everything, ugh, 
month i'm so ready for all this to be over but i don't even know if like anything would change or if i'd have a different kind of life if that happened but i just i'm i feel like there's so much sadness and people are not dealing with things and mental health issues are crazy on the rise so the space i'm at right now especially mentally just doesn't resonate with many other people and it's affected my friendships it's affected my especially my trust and so many other people i also want to talk about friendship but <laughs> i'm gonna have uh an amazing exciting guest for that i know you guys will not be expecting but i i will talk about friendships and just the kind of friendships i've had all through the years up to now and yeah right now i'm really surrounded by i'm 25 and i can say now is when i'm surrounded by the people that i know genuinely love me and care for me and care about me and just want to see me doing good and my friendships are so fulfilling everyone that's in my life currently is just mm, amazing it's everything and more that i've been wanting so i'm very very happy about that and uh yeah as for content creation i'm just sad that it's suffering but i'm gonna need maybe i'm gonna need a bit extra help on how to align my goals with my actions and just the things i need to be doing but pretty much that is what i've been up to i would love for you guys to head over to my website and read my stuff and head over to my podcast listen to what i have to say uh yeah i don't i i wish i had like a more expansive update on just the things that have been happening in my life but unfortunately i i don't uh, but this is definitely a teaser for the next episode guys the next episode that i'm going to t be talking about celibacy i will open up about what i've been doing and how it's been going for me and i really really want to talk about this guy i've been talking to so i'm going to open up about him but if you guys see me happy on social media talking about my boyfriend my boyfriend just nimekwam to bloody fucking nah my feelings see yo yo but it's it's all good i'm happy to share that part of my life with you guys because i've been talking about how i've been single single but nikama na tolewa streets very soon and i'd love to share that side of things with you guys since it's the first time it's happening and i'm very very ready to be open with my relationships and my love life and my sex life just as i have been as a single woman and as a woman who's been dating various guys and now to be into one person so i hope you guys enjoy listening to violet she's going to be narrating one of my blog posts i'm going to post a link in the description box please make sure to check it out and if you have anything you want to say to me any collabs anything please feel free to jump into my dms it's it it's maybe it's been taking a bit of time to me for me to get back at you but just remember i am my accountant graphic designer manager secretary uh, friend girlfriend hizo vitu zote nafanya mimi mwenyewe so please just be a bit more patient i will definitely check it out and i love you guys please 
take care of yourselves and be safe and love yourselves and just choose yourselves and yeah nimetizio episode next next sana so please 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 stay tuned but before that listen to everything else i put out i love you guys enjoy I told Nzal before that if what write about him it will be about his fantasies of me. He'd told me of some but I'll tell you about the very first one he shared with me. He knew he'd meet me someday. He dreamed of it. And sometimes he addressed me in these dreams. He read my articles when he called which was quite often because he definitely passes a fun. He was always so proud of me while the part. He thought I was exquisitely beautiful. He said my scent was exactly like he'd imagined it would be even before he met me. Addictive is how he described it. I agree with him. He had continually fantasized about inviting me over to his office for a meeting about a project we'll be working on together and then eventually give me something to write about. A mutual friend had hooked us up at our workout class where he introduced himself after the session and he got to exchange numbers. He was kind enough to offer his assistance on the said project once we got to church as well as drop me off on his way home later afterwards with Jupanga too This was on the morning of Jeff's birthday I liked that he was kind he opened doors and he helped me carry stuff I thought this was extremely cute considering the jamas I used to settle for at a bare minimum nilikuwa naskilia tu Twitter All the while from our lengthy chat that day in his car as he dropped me off up to when he finally knew me well enough to tell me about what he felt for me he had thought about the day he'd finally get to eat me out till i suffocate from pleasure ideally after a moment's hard work he would offer me a massage on my neck shoulders and temple to calm my nerves he imagined i would drop my sleeves and he would begin to kiss me throughout my neck as he turned the chair i was on to face him he had asked me to have his seat He would lean against his workstation as we discussed whatever was displayed on the screen. He was the boss. Everyone would have left the office by the time I got there, except him and the security. Denzel said he liked me right off the bat. Plus, our good friend who hooked us up had built quite a portfolio for him. I just hadn't been keen enough before I met him, but that was about to change. He had got into my mind from my articles, and he knew exactly how to get me. He liked me before he met me. He had also read enough to know that I hated underwear and this information will come in handy. A desk with one too many computers, huge screens where my body's silhouette will reflect from the slight arc in my waist down to the stretch marks on my ass. They're extremely sexy. I've fallen madly in love with each streak. I will lead my hand onto his crotch to let me feel what he was packing. If he was lucky, I'd agree to some felati on our first encounter. He would then lift me on to his desk and eat me out from on top of it. My legs were spread across and there was no stopping until I came. He always wanted me to come all over his face. I loved listening to those fantasies of his because in person, he wasn't this aggressive at all. He was so shy yet so sure about me. Always took charge with my best interests at heart. We waited months to get intimate, and even then, he was extremely patient and sensual. He didn't mind pleasing me hours on end. 
The first time I noticed him at the workout class was when we were broken up in groups of a dance routine and he killed the shit out of his part. His beautiful hair was in length locks dancing along with him. I'd be really flattered if he was showing out during his routine to impress me because it definitely worked. <laughs> he came as dark as I liked them. Beautiful African skin with a body too much. I loved the hint of American English accent when he spoke. I don't know guys, I felt really comfortable around him from the get-go. He told me before that he'd try to imagine what it would feel like to be inside of me. That he wanted to be the best sex I'd ever had. Somewhere in between spending time with him and getting the best head of my life, I started to fall for Denzel. I genuinely enjoyed being around him and he was really sweet. I invited him to the party later that night. I wish he'd have come. He'd have saved me from a series of unfortunate events thereon after from that night, but unfortunately, we did not get to speak much from then on because I was seeing Jeff lol. He was waiting for me at the hotel. The sir had asked me to free my weekend up for a staycation, as he had planned to romance me the crazy. He liked to make me smile then stare at me the whole time, complimenting every little thing I did. He mentioned how proud he was of me a lot, said that I deserved everything he did for me and more and a year. I always felt crazy and assured around him. He'd arranged for me to be picked up and meet him there. A cozy apartment overlooking the skyline, a view to die for. He was always very excited to see me, and I loved the place where we were staying at. A short house tour eventually led us to the balcony, where we lit one as we talked about everything. Occasionally stopping to make out or look at the stairs, it felt nice. I felt a lot of peace. Ooh, finally. I was happy being treated right, and to think I was in the pits only a few months before. All I had to do all along was choose the nice guy that respected me. It was the best de decision I'd made in a while. Nilikuwa for real ni mechoka kudil na mosteriza getting cheated on every weekend. Mara stories of sijuije masi where with who, kila wiki ni Casey ama machizia. As if mimi ni judge, mui emotional manze. Mara only being picked up at night in Kamamini Mende, I was tired of being constantly made to feel like I wasn't enough by guys that pursued me of their own volition. When I was just chilling in peace, but mostly, I was tired of only being wanted for sex. Please don't try me, my nigga. I'm tired. I want real love now. My therapists say that I easily fell for words and bare minimum actions. That's how I've settled for narcissists and people really don't give a fuck about me, except if my pussy is on the table. I hardly ever got any reassurance or affirmations growing up and maybe that's why this man means so much to me. This had been about a year after the first time I met him, a few months into seeing him and not once had I ever felt like I, was, I wasn't safe around him. For some weird reason, I trusted him a lot. I felt he trusted me too. It was late in the evening and we needed to get ready for dinner. A beautiful Indian restaurant of my choice because that's my absolute favorite cuisine. The ambience was romantic as was most of the restaurants we'd been to together before. Cozy as fuck with the dim wood lights and shit. We were about to walk out the door when he pulled me closer to him and he began to kiss me again. I absolutely loved that he enjoyed kissing me all the time, just as I did with him. A very affectionate king. 
I was trying to hold out on the sex till we got back from dinner because there's something about total sex. If you know, you know. And don't even get me started on birthday sex. Plus, we'd been arguing because I wasn't seeing him as often I would have liked as I would have liked. Some makeup sex. I was ready to be tobolewa you guys, my guys. If it weren't for us being late to dinner already, I'm sure he would have dreaded me right there and then, on that floor. I loved that I could be myself around him, always giddy with each other, telling stupid jokes and laughing. I was always laughing, and at dinner that night, I really couldn't help but think of how happy and loved he constantly made me feel. He always told me that I deserved love, and that if he ever fell short of showing me with enough, I would always remember that I still deserved even more. Akihi was so wholesome for me. After I got back to the hotel, we couldn't even wait to get to the door. I was always on his embrace, being smothered with kisses, but I wanted to talk first, to tell him exactly how I felt and the realization I'd made at dinner that night. I held his hand and walked him outside to the balcony. Denzel was always very attentive. Plus, he seemed to enjoy listening to me. I opened up to him a lot, and it always felt like I could be honest with him. We stood out there in the balcony, a fairly calm and quiet night, recollecting on the last couple of months we'd shared. He was hugging me from the back, blowing that beautiful cush smoke in my face and kissing on me. This was the peace that felt like. It's incredible when a man can make you feel safe. It had been a wild year for me emotionally, and I was eager about getting that rest. I could feel his dick press upon my butt, and even before I could say anything, his caressing hand already overwhelmed my body. I was dripping wet for him. He was complimenting my body, showering me with the sweetest words. I wanna fuck you right here on this balcony, baby. He whispered in my ear as he lowered his pants. May I? Our view was magnificent. A dark starry night with lights in the far distance. It was also a very silent night. I could hear his heavy breathing from rubbing his dick on my back. I nodded for consent. I had missed him so much and I'll be honest and say, I looked forward to getting my pussy ate more than anything by him. He was the tongue maestro. Cunnilingus king, if, I, if you may. He really always had me coming on his face. He could go on and on until I'd be begging for him to stop. My pleasure was always a priority for him, right up there under my comfort. We didn't care that there were people that could be watching. In fact, we liked it even more. The thrill of getting caught always turns me on even more. And he loved it when I moaned. Always urged me to be as loud as I wanted. Always encouraged me to bust it wide open for daddy and scream if I had to. He was fucking me from the back, my absolute favorite, a wine glass in my hand and a fat jay on his, this wet as pussy dripping all over his clothes. After a while I was ready to take it inside. I was going to bang him till he cried, or so I thought. I had got really noisy. Moshi, my friends, I was the one who was banged. With us, sex never lasted anything less than four hours. It always had to take the next day off in case we fucked on a weekday. Always took me a few days to recover, Manzai. I was always available after we hung out, just to recover. He fucked me all night and when we woke up, 
I still asked for more. This was just the first night of our stay. If I'd known that was the last time I was going to see him, I'd have loved on him a little louder, appreciated him a bit more, admitted, admitted to how I really felt and walked away from everything that didn't matter. It's been a few months since we last talked. That was the last time we fucked. Now I'm left only with memories from the times he wanted me so bad and he showed me. The intentional Denzel. He knows all the sweet things he did for and with me. Every single time made me laugh or calm. Every time we got high together, which was the whole time actually. Every little way he made me feel special. He knows I'll never forget that. I miss the person he used to be when we met. I don't want to believe that it was all a front, like it has been with the few men I thought I could trust before. I'd hate to put him on the same basket with all the likes of Jeff and the rest. I never really feel like we needed any closure. I know what I want. He knows that I deserved exactly that. I wish him well. Thank you for believing in me, Denzel. Love hearts. Bobby Star. <laughs>